Hey there, thanks for checking out my podcast. This episode was recorded originally as a video, so if you'd prefer to watch it, head over to my YouTube channel. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy. All right, now this will be a really exciting show because we are talking about rescue missions and I know that this has been on your mind. Is it possible to rescue a trade of the wheel strategy? Because yeah, the wheel strategy, it, it's just a great strategy. I love it. You know, I'm trading it a lot because it has an incredibly high winning percentage. And uh, yeah, it, it's really all fun and games as long as it works. But sometimes trades get in trouble, especially after last week and also today. Many of you and me, I am in quite a few tech stocks and today tech stocks get a beating. So uh, this is where many traders don't know how to fly a rescue mission, how to salvage trades. So today I want to show you the following three things. First of all, what is a rescue mission? I would also like to talk about number two, how to fly a rescue mission and number three, when exactly should you do this? So. Let's get started. Now, before we do, let me not forget happy International Women's Day today. So congratulations, happy day to all the women in the world. Okay, now uh, let's talk about uh, wheel strategy tips, how to fly rescue missions. Now, uh, just very briefly, if you are brand new to this channel and you say, I have absolutely no clue what you're talking about, let me give you a 60 second overview of what this wheel strategy is and why I am loving it so much. So there's actually uh, three steps to the wheel strategy. Uh, number one is you're selling put options and uh, you collect premium. And I'm doing the same mistake again about uh, wildly capitalizing and non-capitalizing, but you get the idea. Okay, now uh, depending on where the stock is, on expiration day, you may or may not get assigned. So what does it mean? It means that if the stock is closing below your strike price on expiration day, you will own the shares. If that is the case, so when you are assigned, uh, you sell calls and collect a more premium. And if you're not getting assigned, uh, then you just go back to step number one. Easy enough. So uh, it's a it's an easy to understand uh, strategy, and it's also very very lucrative if done correctly. Now here is the problem. So the problem starts if you're or when you are assigned, and after assignment, right? So this is where uh, the problem. Let me just uh, do this. What if you can't get enough premium for the calls? And uh, here's what I'm looking for. When selling calls, I want to see at least 30% annualized. And uh, if I don't get at least 30% annualized, this is when I don't want to do this. Now, the other important thing is here. Uh, so don't sell below the assigned strike price. And I'll show you several examples here in just a moment. So I just, this is the problem and this is when, okay, the question is, do we need to fly a rescue mission? Now, before we talk about do we need to fly a rescue mission, let's talk about what is it when I talk about these rescue missions. Okay, so and I'm putting them in quotation marks so that you know that this is a non-official trading term. Uh, this is just something I name it this way. 
uh, for trades that are in trouble. So here is uh, how this rescue mission works. So you sell more puts, you sell more put options um, below the assigned strike price, right? And uh, therefore, the advantage of this is, uh, first of all, you collect more premium and uh, that's what we are doing with this strategy. After all, this is a, a, a premium generating strategy. And here is the other advantage. If you are getting assigned, you lower your cost basis. So um, let, let me explain to you exactly what that means. And I, I want to show a very specific example. Uh, what example should we take? Uh, let's take the example of Ride, and I'm going to share my iPad here. So Ride is a stock that I am in right now, and uh, let me just uh, go to my handy-dandy iPad here and show you what happened. So I got assigned at a strike price of 2150, and as you can see right now, Ride is trading at 1650. So um, a, a possible idea here is that we are selling, um, and I'm trying to make my math easy for me. So we would sell more puts at 11.50. And I don't even know if the strike price of 11.50 exists. I, I just want to explain to you the basic principle here. So this is where um, we're selling the 11.50 put and we would collect more premium. Now, if we are getting assigned, then we are owning shares at 21.50. So let's just say that we would own 100 shares uh, at 21.50 and if we get assigned we would own another 100 shares at 11.50. So this is this means that if we take the average of these two so 21.50 plus 11.50 would be you know what let's just not screw around and uh, let's do use the handy dandy calculator just in case uh, because doing math on live videos is not my strong suit. I'll just be absolutely honest. So uh, this is 33. And if we are dividing it by two, so 33 divided by two means that our average, our average price, our average price per share is $16.50. Now, this is where we are lowering our so-called cost basis and therefore we are making it easier to get out of the trade. Is, is this making sense thus far? Uh, because if you're getting assigned and there's my handy dandy calculator, uh, you, you lower your cost basis and therefore uh, it might be <clears throat> easier to get out of the trade. Because then if you, if you look at this example here, uh, in this case, ride would not have to go all the way up to 2150 again. If we would only go up to 1650, right? Then we are already uh, break even, and then we can start making profits. Making sense? Okay. So uh, there are questions: When should you fly a rescue mission? And we're getting to this. We're getting to this. Uh, let me just walk you through this step by step because this is why I said so. The three ways that we uh, do this is number one. What is a rescue mission? Now, number two, uh, how do you fly a rescue mission? And then we'll talk about when do you do this? So how do you um, fly 
a rescue mission. And uh, this is actually super easy and super simple uh, because all you need to do here is uh, for this rescue mission to sell more puts, okay? So uh, let's just uh, be a little bit more specific here, but there's really not too much to it. So uh, you just sell puts uh, below the assigned strike. Um, now I recommend uh, that you are not seal, sell puts, there we go. Uh, so, so I recommend that you uh, sell the same amount of puts that you have uh, sold previously uh, or, or more if you have the buying power. But the most important thing here is, for me at least, to follow the wheel calculator, okay? So as you know, this is a tool that I like to use to know exactly whether uh, the expected reward is worth the risk. Oops, there we go. So uh, what do I mean by this? Uh, well, when it comes to the wheel calculator, I want to make at least 30% annualized. And if I can't make at least 30% annualized, then uh, it would not make sense for me at all. So, but you see, it's super easy. Now, here is the most important question. And this is what somebody just asked here. When should you do this, right? Because this is super, super important. Now, um, let me just, uh, first of all, talk about the concept, and then I will show you the trades that I'm currently in. And yeah, it's red. It looks like a bloodbath. It is not pretty today. It hasn't been pretty last week, and it's not pretty today. I know, you know me. I'm showing you my live account. I'm not hiding it today and say, oh, well, uh, today I have some technical problems and I cannot uh, log into my account, so I cannot show you what's going on. No, I'll, I'll show you what's happening because that's what this channel is all about, real money and real trades. And again, it's all fun and games if the, money, uh, the markets want to give us money, but sometimes you have tough days, you have a tough week like this. And this is why I'm here for you because I want to help you through these tough days and through these tough weeks by showing you what I personally do and I hope that it helps you in your trading. Okay, so when should you do this? Okay, so there's a few um, keys, <laughs> important things. First of all, only, you only do this, uh, you do only, only do this only if you can't get enough premium for the calls. Again, think about it this way. You are already assigned, right? And we talked about it. So you're selling put options. You are assigned. And when you are assigned, you want to sell calls and collect more premium. So as long, as long as you can still get enough premium for the calls, don't worry about it. And here's another important thing. Wait, 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 wait. Super important. Don't do it too early. And by it, I mean don't uh, fly rescue missions too early. Because when you do this, you, you're, you're losing buying power, right? Uh, because you, you, you need to keep your powder dry. And uh, by powder, we mean margin and buying power. So when exactly do you do this? So here is a rule of thumb that I like to do. Only consider this, and by this I mean flying rescue missions, if the stock went down 
at least 30% from your assigned price. So let me show you some very specific examples here right now. I want to show you the trades that I'm in right now. And uh, the first one that I'm in is Apple. So let's talk about Apple here. And oh boy, Apple gets a, a beating today. So the strike price that I was assigned at is 133. And right now, as you can see, Apple is trading at around 117. So let's use our magic ruler here and see between 133 and uh, where we are right now, the 117. I hope that you can see it, otherwise I'm reading it to you. Uh, it is only down 12%, only down 12%. So um, let's just make sure examples. So we start with the first example and the example is Apple. And Apple is down, down, what did I say? 13%, 16%, can't remember. I remember a darn thing these days. 12%, there we go, around 12%. So Apple is down 12%. So what does this mean? This means no rescue mission for Apple just yet. Keep your powder dry. And this is where, wait, wait, wait until Apple bounces back a little bit. I mean, wait until Apple finds a direction. So here for me, this is where I want to be down at least 30%. Otherwise, you're doing it too early, I believe. I mean, again, this is what, what I do. You do whatever you want. You're an adult, right? <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. You can do whatever you want. You can eat ice cream for breakfast. That's a cool thing about being an adult. Uh, but but here is what I do, and I hope that this helps you. So let's take a look at another trade, uh, GDXJ. So how are we doing on GDXJ? This is a trade where I'm in. Uh, last week, I was able to sell calls. I got assigned at 48 we are measuring it right now. We are at around 45. So I'm going down here to 45. And right now we are down 8.6%. I'm being generous. And I say that we will be down here. Uh, so down uh, 9%. So this means for me also, no rescue mission, right? So it's really super important that you keep your powder dry. Let me just see. Can we, ah, there's this arrow. Okay, so don't fly them too early. This is one of the biggest mistakes that traders do. And yes, sometimes it sucks. I'll, I'll show you my account here in just a moment. But I want to talk about the third trade that I'm in, which is right. And uh, right, uh, let's just take a look at this. Right, I got assigned at 2150. And right now we are down to 1622. So this here is, uh, it's a little bit more, it's 24%. Right, so with the 24%, we can start thinking. Okay, so this is where we are down 24%. Uh, and this again, for me, is no rescue mission yet. Um, but this is where I would say we can start thinking about it. Now, the important thing is really, you gotta make sure that you're not getting enough premium. Now, let me show you my account and let me show you exactly of what is happening here. And as you can see, uh, right now there's Apple down $13,000. Oh dear Lord, right? I mean, GDXJ uh, down $1,500 for the day, uh, down $6,500, right? Down $2,600 down for the day. Uh, so that's 24, almost $25,000. Now keep in mind, this here 
is a $250,000 cash account, $500,000 in buying power. And uh, I know that this year looks so ugly, right? Because it's a larger account. But if you think about it, Apple is down $13,000. So and if you take the $13,000 based on the buying power, it is down, what, 2.6%. So $13,000 based on a $500,000 account is 2.6%. Let's talk about the $25,000. So the $25,000 based on the $500,000 account, it's only 5%. So for me, it's not a big deal. I, I This is not really a huge account for me, a big account. I mean, the bigger accounts that I've been trading uh, were around uh, 750,000, 650,000, 750,000. So this were, imagine, uh, three times as much. Uh, so when you see that you have an, an open P&L of more than $100,000, right, uh, this is when you might start getting nervous. But um, so here, not really a big deal at all. Now I did uh, enter Snap today and Snap right now is down. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised that it kept plummeting. So it is down. Um, well, we can talk about this a little bit later here. So the important thing is, and this is what I what I want to get back to, uh, because here about um, about rescue missions, right? So don't do it too early. This is the number one mistake that I see uh, that, uh, yeah, you are having paper hands, right? And uh, you have heard the expression paper hands versus diamond hands. So if you see that you're down, see in this account, if you're down like, like 5%, 5% on a trade, that should not freak you out. And uh, if it does, uh, then you made a, pro uh, made a mistake with the stock selection. And this is where I talked about stock selection in the previous video. I'll link to it in the description. So by all means, take a look at this. Now, a few things that are really important before I take a look at your questions here. This is absolutely important. Uh, hold on, let me share my, my screen here. So absolutely important. And I'm going to make this in yellow. And here it is. You can't rescue every trade. And I will give you some very specific examples here. And I want to make this uh, actually in red because it is that important. See, um, some traders who are trading the wheel strategy are getting super comfortable and say, oh my gosh, Marcus, you rescued the TQQQ trade and you might have seen this and uh, you might have seen me rescuing trades and you might have seen me down and then uh, after I'm being down for a couple of days or a couple of weeks or even a couple of months, I'm all the way up again, which is fantastic. And this is where you might say, you know what? I can probably rescue every trade. That should not be a problem at all. Well, here is what I have for you. But you always rescue trades. Well, you see, if you entered into a stupid trade, you gotta have, you gotta cut it loose or huddle, hold on for dear life. And I want to show you some very specific examples of trades that uh, were sent to me, uh, where people said, "Okay, I, so how do I rescue this?" Uh, so let me show you the the first trade here, um, TQQQ, because we talked about it this morning. And TQQQ, uh, this is where a trader got in right here at 104. And uh, so the, the trade here is, okay, sold 104 put right up there. And this is where I'm saying, what the heck were you thinking? I, I mean, this is where uh, probably you got a little bit too greedy. And yes, you are now in a whole world of pain. 
And you know what? Rightfully so. Because this will help you to avoid these mistakes next time. So what are we always talking about? Where should you sell puts? You should sell puts at where you see uh, some support. And where, where, oops, not showing my, my chart. So where do you see support right here? Well, I see some support at around 84. So support is around 84, not at 104. So super important here. And if you if you had sold the 100 uh, the, the 84 put, you would be you would be just fine. Um, now let me uh, show you a couple of other trades where I say, you know what, really, why the heck? Uh, WKHS. So I heard from a trader who sold right here, 38. So sold the 38 put, and this is where I say, what the heck were you thinking? Where on this chart? Where on this chart do you see support? Well, I don't know about you, but I see way more support at around the 20 mark, right here, right? So this is where we have support at around 20. And if you would have sold a 20 put on Workhorse, you would be just fine. So this is where some traders get blinded. They really get blinded by the premium that you can get. And, and don't do this. One of the key things is you gotta sell at major support and resistance. And I did a video on this, on how to find major support and resistance. I'll link to it in the description. It's uh, really how to find support for these kind of trades. So super important here. Let me show another one, um, MRNA. So I heard from a trader who sold Moderna at 170, sold the 170 put. Okay, so uh, uh, what the heck? What the heck were you thinking? If you're in a world of pain, rightfully so, because take a look at this. Where do we see support? Maybe here at around 110, okay? So support at 110, and you just got greedy. I mean, let's face it. And if you if you look yourself in the mirror and be, be honest, you probably know that you were greedy when you entered this trade. Okay, so uh, let, let's just see a very uh, few important rules. So five stocks, five stocks not to sell puts on when trading the wheel. So uh, first of all, number one, don't do it on Reddit stocks. What are Reddit stocks? Reddit, Reddit stocks are GME. Uh, AMC, BlackBerry, uh, is it BB? I believe so. Uh, Bad Bath and Beyond, right? Uh, what else? Uh, SLV, for example. All of these are Reddit stocks, and uh, I put this in quotation marks. And uh, if you have been trading this and you're in a world of pain, this is where you probably can rescue every trade. And uh, this is where, as I said earlier, uh, so sometimes all you can do here I'll bring this back for you just so that you have a visual, right? I mean, you, you got to cut it loose and say, okay, I'll learn from my mistake and I got to make the money back. Or you hold on for dear life and uh, you, you might be in this trade for a long, long time. And at some point you might have to cut it loose anyhow, because honestly, if, if you traded GME and if, if you sold puts at, I don't know, 280, uh, I don't know, or you traded AMC, oops, Right, and uh, you, you sold puts at, at 12 or 14 and you got assigned here right now, 
or you, you sold uh, BBBY, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, right? And you, you sold it at 40. I mean, there, there's not much you can do. This is very, you can't, you can't rescue this. Okay, so um, we got to talk about this. Now, uh, the next one is uh, stocks with earnings before expiration. Before expiration of your puts, don't do this, right? I, I mean, and if you did it, you made a mistake, so learn from your mistake and you might have to take a loss here. The important thing is you gotta follow the rules. If you don't follow the rules, it'll be, it'll be tough, right? Uh, what else? Stocks with uh, a so-called phase three uh, clinical trial. And this is especially pharmaceutical stocks. I mean, because they can go crazy. Uh, let me give you an example here. An example here is uh, SRPT. So uh, SRPT, right? Uh, I mean, this was probably a stock where you thought, oh my gosh, I will be safe. But if you did a little bit of research, you saw that a, a clinical trial result were due and it didn't go well, as you can see. So this stock plummeted from 170 to 90. And will this ever recover? I don't know, this, this is tough. Uh, so if they had a failed clinical trial, they might not recover and uh, they might recover a little bit, but you might have to cut it loose. So uh, let's write this down here so that you have an example. Uh, SRPT is a perfect example. Um, so what is the next one? Uh, the next stock that you shouldn't sell is uh, crazy stocks. And uh, let me show you a few examples of crazy stocks that even popped up today on the scanner. I mean, this is where the scanner is just that. The scanner is a scanner and one of the stocks that popped up uh, a little bit earlier, I believe uh, it's no longer there, but it was AFA, A-P-H-A. Uh, oops, let me go back to this one. Let me just show you. So this is one of the stocks that uh, you might have seen popping up earlier. And if you look at A-P-H-A, you see that this is a stock that went from what, $5 to $32. You see it all the way up here. So this is clearly a crazy stock. And then there's a lot of premium in there. Yeah, so so don't trade something like this. This is absolutely crazy. Um, so uh, number five, stocks with premiums that are too good to be true. Because if it is too good to be true, um, which would be the stocks above, then it usually is. Uh, so this would be the stocks above and also the so-called leveraged, the leveraged ETFs. And leveraged ETFs are ETFs that in the description have 2x, 3x, or something like this. Let me show you an example. So an example here on the scanner, um, we see, for example, BRZU, uh, Direction Daily Brazil Bull, 3x shares. See this? Here's another one, JNUC, 3x shares. Uh, here's a biotech bull. 3x shares. Here's a gold miners index, 3x shares, right? So stay away from these uh, 3x. Here's a, a direction, direction daily uh, FTSE China bull, 3x shares, right? I, I would stay away from those one in, uh, in general because I, I just don't think it is a good idea to trade these because they might not be able to rescue at all. So before I look at your questions let me give you a brief summary because i think it's important and uh, then i'll show you more example so summary uh number one yes you can fly rescue missions and they make sense 
right? Uh, but you need to make sure that you don't trade stupid stocks. And this uh, stupid stocks, I know it's a harsh word, but uh, see above, okay? Don't make these mistakes. The also important thing is have a plan before you sell puts. So, so let me show you uh, very specifically. I'll give you a plan right now. Um, here we go. So today I traded Snap. So and what I did with Snap is that I traded a strike price of 49. But you see, this is where I already know when and where I will fly my rescue mission. Because as you can see, there is more support right here at around, uh, I want to say, 37.50. Uh, let me just mark this here. Yeah. So more support at 38. So this would be a possible level for a rescue mission. Now, it doesn't really qualify for my at least 30% down, uh, but, but, but you get the idea. Right? If you're looking at 30% down, we can fly rescue missions all the way down here because uh, let's see, how much is uh, 49 uh, times 30%? So that would be $15. So $15 would be uh, uh, at around 34. Yeah, so 34 is your 30% uh, down. And this is where we can start flying rescue missions. Look at this. Um, what else? So on right, absolutely. So do I have a level in mind where on right I will fly rescue missions? Absolutely. And this level is here. Now, I'll be at this level yet? No. Uh, but here is my support level. When I got into this trade, when I got into this trade, I knew that we had a support level at around 12 to 13. And this would be a level where I'm comfortable flying rescue missions. So my, my point is, this is why I'm showing this to you, is I know... Uh, where to fly rescue missions before I'm selling put. Let's talk about Apple. Uh, so Apple is another one here. Let's do this really quick. So when I got into this Apple trade, uh, I already knew that I would fly a rescue mission somewhere around here at around 108. So this is where here um, support at 108 and this would be perfect for a rescue mission. This is also approximately my 30% uh, down at this point. You get the idea, right? So uh, super important that you do have a plan before you sell puts. Uh, so what I mean by this that you know is uh, where's the next level? Where's the next support level? Because the next support level is where you would fly a rescue mission. So and this is the the Last thing that I, I want to mention here before I look at uh, your questions and uh, we go through some very specific examples here. Don't panic. Don't panic and uh, don't start flying rescue missions too early. You got to keep your powder dry. And uh, if you right now see your account and your account looks like this and you see, oh my gosh, it's overall down 46%. That's that's not even 10%. That's not even 10%. And if you can't stand a drawdown, then this trading strategy might not be for you, which is okay. There's plenty of other trading strategies where you might experience a lower drawdown. But honestly, I mean, based on my experience and the, the, the results that I want to achieve for me, I am fine on any on any account. It doesn't matter what I'm trading, whether I'm trading the PowerX strategy, the wheel strategy, whatever I trade. 
I'm fine with the drawdown of 20%. Because if I am trying to make 30% per year, for me, that is okay. And you, you see, I was on track to make uh, probably what, 50 or 60%. So risk is part of our deal as traders. And the reward is always a function of the risk. The more risk you're willing to take, the higher the reward. The less risk, the less reward. And again, if uh, if this is where you look at your account and you say, oh my gosh, right? I mean, consider trading another trading strategy that has a lower drawdown, but therefore also a lower reward. So this is where if you want to have a drawdown of maybe 10% per year, think about uh, returns of possibly 20% per year, or if you want to have a drawdown of 5%. If you don't want to have a drawdown at all, um, consider putting it into a savings account, then you never have a drawdown. All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. And if you could do me a huge favor and rate it, that would mean a lot to me. Just leave a five-star rating and let others know what you think about the podcast. Also, you can go to rockwelltrading.com social, where you'll find links to all of my social media accounts, as well as event info, blogs, and other cool updates I have for you. Thank you so much for listening, and remember to join me next time. Until then, have a great time, and I'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.